Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to episode 26, peoples. You know, it's your host, you know, Jack F. Uh, of uh, Just Another Knicks fan. Hey, hey, hey. I mean, uh, I know there's a lot going on out there, and, you know, we're definitely going to get to that stuff. But, you know, we made it to episode 26. I'm sort of hyped about that, you know, for sure. Uh, it's one of my Broski's B-Day today. And his B-Day is the same day as Allen Iverson. So, you know, happy B-Day to both of my guys and all that good stuff. You know, my man's is out here flying planes and shit. You know, I remember when he was scared to take his permit test and shit. You know, A. Walter, a.k.a. Uncle Drew on him. And now he out here flying planes. I mean, that sounds like cars. I don't know that's like an airplane noise, but... You know, I'm trying, though. You know, I never crossed over the real Allen I. You know, what Lloyd Banks is saying here is the fact that, you know, he never attempted to be mainstream and he kept it gangster, you know. He basically chose to stay in his element, which is cool. Then he also said, man, fucking island ride. You know, this is where he's saying that he's not trying to go to jail and he doesn't feel like going there. And then he said, I stay, so, I stay sharp as a violence rise. And this is where he's explaining himself that he doesn't panic under pressure. And that he remains calm and cool under all these situations so he can uh, react properly. And plus afterwards, he says, I'm somewhere on the move when fucking talent-wise. So basically, over here, he's informing us that, you know, his talent is out of this world. And uh, I think that was an interesting three lines. And the reason I mentioned that line is because, you know, it's Alan Iverson B-Day, my man's like Louis Banks. So, you know, why not put two and two together? You know, since my dog is flying planes and shit, you know, I could I could say my man's went to flight school. Which is also a very underrated freestyle by Lloyd Banks. And he also said, you can't grab my swag. My swag got the ozone. That's pretty impressive, man. That's, that's a, yo, that's a lot of, like, confidence in yourself. And I like shit like that, man. And he's basically saying, yo, I'm out here. So, respect that shit. Amazing. But in terms of Allen Iverson, you know, he, he gets the love that he deserves, but, you know, it's, it's, it's that point in his legacy where, you know, people want to play the downplay game of his greatness, which is cool. But y'all know I'm out here. You know, I love the fact that, you know, Iverson always pays homage to the ones before him and the ones after him. You know, he's not one of the Oh, since I'm from this era, I'm better than you type of time. You know, he's more so like, oh, yo, you're nice too. Yo, you might be better than me. But if you play, dog, you know you're getting that work. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, he did say he played every game like his last. And uh, we did see that night in, night out. You know, he gave me a, God, uh, gave me a lot of good memories throughout my childhood. And people say, oh, you know, Wade is better than Iverson. I can understand why they say he's better. But man, just no. Iverson's better than Wade. You know, why was six afraid of seven? You know the answer, right? Because seven, eight, nine. And Iverson is an assassin, bro. You know, like that Philly versus 
Raptors playoff series. That shit was amazing. You know, Allen Iverson and Vince Carter, you know, dropping 50 points a game on each other. You know, they started wearing long socks and shit. You know, it's crazy though, like Vince Carter make that shot. You know, who, who knows if they might make it to the finals or not. You know, the Bucks, that team was amazing. Like, you know, it's very unfortunate what they had went through. You know, you got Ray Allen, Glenn, Big Dog Robinson, you got Tim Thomas, Sam uh, Cassell, who wanted to be all clutch against the Knicks and shit. You know, that team was valid. There's so many valid teams that never won, you know. Um, speaking of Vince Carter, you know, I guess he's officially retired because of the Hawks not coming back. They're uh, not one of the eight teams coming back. So, just want to say, yo, shout out to Vince Carter as well for having such a great career. And lasting three decades, bro. 22 years in the NBA. And uh, it's very unfortunate that the Hawks were in one of the 22 teams coming back. But you know, he had a great career, career. He made his last shot against the Knicks. Uh, it's only right he did that. And, you know, Vince Carter, he's a cool dude. I don't think he really seeks the attention. I think he's cool with just, you know, riding off to the sunset and just going about his way. And so definitely shout out to uh, Vince Carter, Vince Cartier, half man, half amazing, a.k.a. I'll dunk over you and make sure you don't come into the NBA. Shout out to Vince Sanity, man, because there's, there's a lot of insanity out here. You know, let's, let's address the elephant in the room. James Dolan, you know, I understood his intent, but it was just bad timing. You know, I was disappointed with the timing of the statement. You know, I know he's done a lot of good things for a lot of people, but when it comes to the optics, he always finds a way to miss a layup and mess things up. You know, I felt like, you know, he had to make a very simple statement and to say that black lives matter and we need to take care of, of, of fixing the police brutality issues we got going on. And I'm not saying that because he should say it just to say it. Because if that's the case, I don't want him to say it. I'm saying it because I think he does care about this stuff. Because he has wrote a song about Trayvon Martin. He's empowered to put African-Americans in, and, I'm sorry, not or, and put African-Americans in, in high positions in the next organization. And Dolan, you know, outside of his bad basketball decision-making, he gets praised for his hiring practice, you know, and and this statement, it, it put a stain on it, and I know he apologized and said he worded it incorrectly, but, you know, no one's going to bring that up or, or even believe it. I'm just going to remember the original statement. You know, my thoughts as a Knicks fan, because I know I am a Knicks fan, you know, was the fact that I became... Fan of the team because of the team playing basketball. You know, I don't know too many fans that could become fans of teams because of the owner. That could change moving forward. You know, um, but what really confuses me is the fact that Steve Stout was hired for all this brand, branding and marketing and working on the image of the Knicks. And I don't think it's gotten much better since he's got here. And I'm hoping that. He can implement the proper changes and make us look better, but as of now, he hasn't done much, man. I know there's a lot going on in this world, but you, know, you could just make sure, you know, we, we the, the next organization, you know, relay the proper message as well. You know, um, back to um, 
what's going on in this world. You know, I do see a lot of protests and a lot of that stuff going on. And of course, Black Lives Matters because it's more so focusing on, on this injustice of police brutality. I support that 100% that we should resolve this issue. It shouldn't be going on. Uh, we've seen too many of these events happening again and again and again. This is the main focus. But from what I'm seeing is this this movement I feel like is it's being sidestepped by like another movement and another movement. And I feel like a lot of this stuff might just be a bigger distraction for something else in 2020. Uh feels like, you know, I've been here since I was, you know, younger, New World Order 2020. And this year's been wicked, you know. I don't know how else to say it. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people will say that this year's been wicked as well. So I just hope, you know, everyone does their research. And I feel like not everyone is, is, is for Black Lives Matters. I mean, what I'm trying to say is I feel like a lot of people have their own agendas mixed in with it. They're not doing it for Black Lives Matters. They're not doing it for injustice because of police brutality. You know, I feel like there's a lot of other stuff going on and there's a lot of information out there and we have to go seek it because there's a lot of things that are not adding up. And it's our job to inform ourselves of everything and make sure we have the proper information and the proper people have it so they can make the better, the proper impact. So let's please do this homework and educate each other. You know, plus, and someone is obviously out of touch and has a known track record of not being racist, it's important to inform them why their thought process should be a little different at this point in time. Not to say, yo, fuck you and fuck you, because all that's going to do is cause them separation. You know, how will we unite if there's a disagreement and we can't have a grown man discussion of why you feel that way and why they feel that way and come to a conclusion where we can come to an understanding of what's really going on right now. You know, I think after having a conversation and properly explaining everything and they still don't know what's going on, all right, then you come and go ahead and say that and come to that conclusion. But at least try to make a convo so we can increase the chances of unification amongst all human races so we can put an end to this police brutality stuff. You know, I think that's the government's biggest fear is all of us united for what's wrong. And it's quite obvious to all of us now what's, what's really wrong. But at the same time, I feel like while this stuff that we see is wrong, I feel like there's more stuff wrong that they're hiding from us. This is the only things we see on the surface. So I think we got to be more careful about what we're doing. You know, um, but not having a, a proper conversation you know, about someone's point of view and just telling them like, yo, yo, you know what, you're not with us, cool. Because all that's gonna do is cause a divide. You know, um, with all that being said, you know, please everybody do their homework and seek the proper knowledge. Because, you know, this can turn into a, a spiritual war as well. You know, a lot of this stuff, I'm not gonna lie to you guys, is, is depressing and sort of mentally wearing me down, you know, it has worn me down, but, you know, if you look at all the protests that's been going on, uh, about 90% of the protesters that are arrested, they're not even from their perspective cities. I just find that very interesting, and I see people giving their hard-earned dollars 
you know, to build people out. But what's actually going on is I think you're building the people out that are actually doing the looting and rioting and taking away from the purpose of Black Lives Matters. So I think you got to be perfect. Not be perfect. I think you got to do a homework and make sure that, you know, we're funding the right people, the right money is going to the right places, the proper messages is being sent, uh, being sent. Because if not, it's just going to cause more confusion. And who's a fan of confusion? You know, just, there's no, you know, I feel like everything's getting out of scope. But hopefully it doesn't. And we stick to what's important in front of us. And that's uh, injustice or police brutality. Hopefully we stick to that subject and it doesn't get out of hand. You know, on the positive spectrum, because I'm, I'm a lead, I, I said what I said about that stuff. And uh, I'm, I'm going to get on the positive spectrum because, you know, we got some good news. You know, the NBA is finally back. I'm so glad to hear that, man. I'm so glad to hear that. But I'm sad that I won't see my Knicks play for a while. You know, you know they said 22 teams are going to return, including the Wizards. So now they have a shot at, at making the playoffs because instead of being five games out, they'll probably only be two games out because only eight games will be played. You know, this also gives the Blazers a chance to make the playoffs and young Zion as well. They said there will be a playing tourney if the teams outside of the playoffs are within four games. And they also said that uh, in case the AC, for in order for the AC to be eliminated in a playing tournament, they would have to lose twice. So for I, my conclusion from all of this is basically that August is going to be a basketball marathon. Like all you're going to see is basketball games all day. And they said if there is a, a game seven in the NBA Finals, it's going to be on October 12th. And I hope there is. You know, it's interesting to me because that does mean it'll only be about a three-month hiatus from the next season because next season is supposed to start around Christmas. You know, some way, somehow, with everything happening that's going on, it has benefited the NBA. Because I know they've tried to start the season, you know, late for a while now. And this is almost like the perfect storm uh, for them. Regardless if it's, regardless of how crazy it is, but it's sort of benefited the NBA with what's going on right now. But if I had to make finals predictions right now, like, who you got going to the finals? Uh, I'd say the Clippers versus the Celtics. You know, I like what Tatum and them are doing. They're peaking at the right time. I still think the East is up for grabs, as dominant as the Bucks are. The Clippers so far, I feel like with all the load management stuff they've been doing, you know, once they step on the court, it will be uh, after a four-month hiatus. So I feel like that goes to their benefit. You know, Paul George is coming off uh, shoulder surgery. We know Kawhi's knee's been a little, like, dinged up and stuff, so that's probably giving them time to recover. Now, if you ask me who I want to win, you know, of course I'm going to say the Knicks. But since they won't win again this year, who I want to see in the finals is I want to see the Rockets versus Philly. That would be my ideal matchup. Westbrook versus Dean. I like their little beef they got going on. Harden versus Tobias Harris. 
Simmons versus the hoop. Because all Simmons really need is a mid-range jumper. And the people say the mid-range jumper is bad. But when it's coming down to the wire and the game's coming down to the wires, and the refs ain't calling no fouls, and the people are too tired to shoot threes, the mid-range jumper becomes the most important shot. And if they have to respect Ben Simmons' mid-range, you know, he can do whatever he want. And if, once he can start making that, they're going to leave him open. And that's two points every time. You know, um, that's all I got to say in terms of the NBA season returning. And I can predict a, a basketball marathon. I could predict um, it's going to be very interesting. It was fight for the last couple of seasons in the playoffs. Um, they also decided to stick with the all the playoff teams in the East play the playoff teams in the East and all the playoff teams in the West play all the playoff teams in the West. You know, um, which I think is good. I think it's good they kept it that way. You know, I explained how I felt about that earlier. And um, I'm glad it's taking with 1-8, 1-8. You know, if I'm an owner in the East, I wouldn't even understand why I would vote for it. The top 16 teams because from a money standpoint you just say no I'm down to lose my money but like I said they stuck with the 1 to 8 1 to 8 where that thinks makes sense and I would like to see the Sixers and the Rockets in the finals I think it's going to be Clippers versus Celtics I don't know why but I, don't, I don't have much faith I don't have, I do have faith but Giannis basically got to prove it to me that he could take the Bucks to the finals he has shown us that he can help the Bucks be a great regular season team. And I don't want to take that away from him for his the ability for his team to win 50, 55, 60 games a season. That shit is not easy. So I want to give him his credit for that because that's impressive. You know, a lot of people want to downplay how great people are in the regular season, but I'm not going to do that. But just I just got to see it. I just gotta see that playoff success. You know, um, you know, people wanna compare it to Harden, like, yo, Harden's good in the regular season. Yeah, but Harden's been playing the Warriors in the final every 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 fucking chance he gets in the playoffs, he plays against the Warriors and loses like everybody else. So I'm, I'm gonna give it a benefit. I give Harden the benefit of the doubt of that shit. But um, you know, with all that being said, you know, it's to say, man, Black Lives Matters, and let's find a way to end police brutality and humanity needs to be stored. Because as of now, we go out there, man, it's, it's looking like a no church in the wild video for real. And let's not get what's going on out of scope. That's the thing that needs to be addressed. You know, knowledge is power. And I'm not saying I have all the knowledge, but I am trying. I feel like the news only shows us what they want us to see. You know, 2020 has been real wicked. And I hope the truth, whatever it is, it comes out. Because we don't deserve all of this shit that's going on out there, man. A lot of stuff isn't adding up. But this algebra equation has multiple various variables, which is making it very, very difficult to solve. And whoever they is, they have caused a lot of confusion. And now it's just chaos. And I just find it, this was an interesting way to do a protest. And a lot of other stuff is going on in the government. So we really can't put nothing past nobody, you know. And um, you know, with that being said, 
Let's be safe. Let's be strong. Let's move in unison for what's in front of us right now. You know, we look in the past, we're looking forward, but we gotta make sure we stay in the moment right now so everything stays okay. So that way we could, you know, avoid martial law and we could avoid the new world order. You know, this is my thoughts. You know, I think, I think there's a lot of this shit going on behind us that we don't know. But if we could solve this situation, we could solve a lot of situations. You know, um, I'm still upset, man. The Knicks are not coming back. Um, fucking Vince Carter's not coming back. Yeah, you know, uh, there's a lot of things going on that we just got to figure it out. And that's my message for today. Uh, you know, this episode's a little short. Even though I'm thinking I have more energy because basketball is back. But even though basketball is back, it's not going to be back for another two months. You know, it's eight weeks away. You know, but it felt good hearing that shit. Like, oh, yo, basketball back. Then you look at the date, like, oh, it's June, whatever. And then the comeback day is July 7th, June July 31st. So at that point, it was like, whoa, this shit's still a whole motherfucking two months away. So the NBA was canceled for about two and a half months. And then the NBA says, hey, yo, we back, but y'all gotta wait another two months. So it's a lot going on, but I think, you know, when sports come back, it, it could help, you know, people help people, help bring people together. And, you know, that's what sports is known for doing. And, you know, let's see what happens. And, you know, with that being said, I'm going to head up out of here. You know, y'all be good. I'll go next. You know, come on, Dolan. You know, just be working on your optics, bro. Let's go NBA. Let's go people. Let's go everybody. So, host Jack F., and I'm out of body here. Y'all be good.